Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. And hey, I'm Joe Eby. Nice to be here. Thank you very much for taking the time. I say it all the time. I'm sure people are sick of hearing me say it, but I really appreciate. I know it is not easy to find a half hour, time zones, distances, days, and um, I really was glad that you like we have a common third friend who was like, you guys should do a thing. And you just like jump right in. So there's definitely an aspect of, I always say a generous leap that one has to take to agree to be a guest without a lot of, well, here's what we're going to talk about. Cause there's no pre structure to this. Um, and so we do talk a little bit beforehand and I liked the distinction you made when I was asking you about what kinds of podcasts draw you in, and you were very clear, no topic versus format in what you like to listen to, but you were also very clear that your podcast is a particular format. And I'm I'm wondering, so you've chosen host on mic, and then you mentioned you have, I also want to dig into why you brought a co-host on, but from the host on mic point of view, um, did you realize mm-hmm. that that was the format that would serve what you wanted to do? Or did you just start, I'm going to say, screwing around with podcasting and then found that format sort of like backed into that as the format that works for you to reach your goal? Yeah, it was definitely kind of bottom up, if that makes sense. I was, I knew I wanted to start a podcast just because it was a great format. I was going to learn a lot. Um, and it was going to be interesting to have conversations around a lot of things I care about and people's perspectives. And then I had a, someone recommend that I just do it solo because it'd be easier to start with while I was learning it. And then I think I listened to Seth Godin's podcast and I was like, oh, this format, like, you know, the host on mic kind of thing, this actually can work. Like most podcasts have guests, but this can probably work. And I like the idea of the short form. So all of mine are like normally somewhere between five and 15 minutes and they're all just, um, you know, very, very bite-sized. And I thought, oh, that's actually interesting because that would be a bit different and that would be smaller. So it's like a lower barrier to entry than like listening to a one hour episode of, of something, Mm -hmm. which I love long form podcasts too, but then also, um, it's great to like meet people at a smaller, at a smaller step. So yeah, it became clear as I went that that was the best way to do it. And then, um, yeah, the feedback was good. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, first of all, sometimes people say, wow, Craig, you have a voice for podcasting and Joe, you have a really good voice for podcasting. I was off on a little mental tangent. Oh, this is <laughs> going to sound so good when I, cause in my head I'm loud and you're quiet, but I'm like, when I mix this down, <laughs> this is going to be really nice. So I was a little bit geeking out, um, but I was uh, listening yeah. and I yeah. think you're, I, you're like spot on with the short format. Um, and, and this show, like Meta, this show is a 20-minute short format because I found that that yeah, works exactly. well. Um, but I personally have a terrible time trying to do host on mic. And I don't know if it's my mindset or maybe I just need to practice. But I think solo work is really hard. And it sounds to me like you mm. found it really easy. Was it? Is it really easy? And I mean, for you, is it really easy? And was it easy from the beginning? Or please tell me there was a learning curve. <laughs> it's tricky like it took me a lot of work it'd almost be like the way I was doing it doing like a a very very mini TED talk every 
for every episode and I did it daily. But I started cause I had, yes. cause I had written a lot cause I had written a lot before. Um, a lot of like that gave me the content. So I wasn't like trying to figure out what do I talk about? Uh, I was writing voraciously. So I had a lot of the content mm. and then, so a lot of the time it's me reading it, um, or, and reading and then reflecting on the piece, or I just moved away from that and started. So I had to prepare a fair bit beforehand, but I just got into the routine of really blitting out that, um, that preparation. So I'd dot point out an episode, have the word document, a, a Google doc open on a second screen or whatever. So I could glance at it, but obviously I couldn't write it, write it out, script it out because that would be too static and boring. Wouldn't be conversational so um it was definitely um it's it is a challenge it's definitely a challenge it was quite draining to do now i've got a co-host like i said a friend who basically i think he has a future in podcasting and he just gives me an unpacking question and then i go off and that's that's way easier and tell it's me a bit more, more about that it's a bit <laughs> easier because um yeah yeah it's a bit easier because um yeah, it's just got someone to prompt you, someone you do it with, makes you a bit more accountable too, um, especially because I make a lot of episodes. So I try to keep it daily. Um, I've just relaunched it, so daily. But, yeah, it, I, I think it's a great exercise, though, for, like, public speaking training, to be honest, because you're forcing yourself to practice speaking so much. Yeah, that's that's a good point about public speaking. I, I think you're... Um, so I mentioned to you before we started recording, but just so people know, I don't do any homework. I don't like look up. I mean, I usually know where the guest is coming from, you know, like so-and-so recommended them or they were in this course or whatever. But generally I don't, I don't like try and listen to shows or, or try and do any background because for me, my personal uh, passion is around conversation. Um, but like literally creating conversation in the world to spread understanding and compassion is literally my personal mission. So I enjoy just mm -hmm. diving into the conversational pool, but I also have this itch to unpack some of my ideas around conversation. And, and I don't, I'm like, I don't want to teach. I don't want to like try and make a course, but all of a sudden I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I mm. should just, <laughs> I don't need another project, but maybe I should take the time to unpack my thoughts in a podcast about the, about the material. And, um, cause I was, when you started talking about reading a piece and then reflecting on the piece, my first thought is if I write something, I know what happens when I try and read it. It's the wrong voice. You know, like it, it, the writing voice is the wrong voice. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm wondering yeah. about how much, how, how I'm wondering about the effort it takes to reflect. Like if you read it, that's like a wonderful way to refresh it in your memory and you have it in front of you. And now the people have heard it that are listening. Um, but how much effort does it, does it take to, to like in real time, grab your thoughts that are reflection, grab your thoughts out of some notes that you made in advance and try and like bring that together into coherent, you know, sentences. Like, is that something that you gathered to uh, learn to do pretty mm -hmm. easily or is that that's always yeah. when you're done, you're tired and you're sweating or like, how does that really work? It was almost like it was doing it in the podcast. It was almost like the second draft or the second version of something I'd written because I was able to actually look at it and go, Oh, I know an even better way of maybe trying to explain that. And then weaving more stories or anecdotes in 
um, because it's all like philosophical ideas or ideas about learning and ability um, and unpacking that. So it's sometimes it's a lot of stuff that's normally very intangible to people. And so I like the challenge of uh, how do I try and make this like crystal clear so that there's no doubt about this concept. Um, and it didn't really take me that long. It was very interesting to do. I, it was Often it was just a nice remembering like, oh, this is actually – this is actually decent stuff. Like I've forgotten a lot of the things I've, <laughs> when you write so much, you kind of forget what's there. So it's good to actually give yourself the reminder. Though I think to your point, depending on the purpose, you could draw that out more. But I just think that I think of it also as building on top of. If like the writing was the foundation, then things can be built on your ideas. Uh, like I know that you've obviously built this podcast but you have a, a community that you run too which is actually similar similar to me i run an online community as well um, different theme but you know a lot of those things built out of part of me sorry for the microphone knock there your ideas and what you think <laughs> and and how you deconstruct that um can be used to build things so i always think of it as as almost like building on top of making more use of that asset which is your ideas yeah but writing is for me a great way to first get them out to be honest rather than podcasting but podcasting is the format that is a bit more popular for the people i've engaged with yeah right how much time do you spend um so i'm wondering about uh, i'm like very processes oriented is the way i think and i'm wondering oh, yep. you mentioned that you had written a bunch you know, that you, that you had a significant body of work that you had written and, and you began working mm -hmm. through it to, to read it or reflect on it. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, are you continuing to write? Cause now we were talking about how did you use what you've written in the podcast, but are you finding that the podcast is helping you continue to write new stuff or are you refining the older pieces and making them better? Or like, how is the process carrying forward from podcasting? Mm. Yeah, they've kind of got their own, they've segued in their own, own directions a little bit. Um, writing is like I have the blog and I've done one book so far, but the blog is kind of like the breeding ground for any new ideas. So whenever I have a random thought, mm. I just like open up my, I use Notion a lot now and I just open it up and I, it's a heading. And then there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of those just unfinished dumped ideas and then some of them make them through to the blog but it's just it's that's every week it's just always um doing that and then getting something that's spec and quality to actually publish or if that idea doesn't deserve to be out compared to like all the other things i've thought about then it doesn't make it through sorry guys you don't make the cut and then i don't know the mm -hmm. podcasting um because the writing i've started writing about more topics so the podcasting has just been more specifically now on like around education and learning. And for that, I've, I've just got to like a separate prep, which is everything I've learned so far from reading, writing and experience about education and learning, how it could be better, the things most people don't realize, etc. that I've just prepared those as little prompts for my co-host Luke and I to actually just discuss in the podcast. So it's just getting it from there and recalibrating it into a, a format that'll make that prompt that conversation on the podcast. Uh, mm. And yeah, it's very, 
it's not too hard because I've thought about all those things. Um, I think that the writing is a, so yeah, they have this wonderful flow blended relationship rather than like a strict process around this blog than this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's mm. easy to talk about when I've thought about it before, but writing is definitely a great way to stretch and exercise thinking the best way I've found for me. Yeah. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Yes. <laughs> You're making me think, Oh, I need to write more. <laughs> Do you find that? <laughs> it's normally um, what happens. <laughs> yeah. Do you find that your? Um, uh, let me ask a let me ask a more specific question before I you know ramble like an idiot. Do you have um, mm -hmm. re your own reflective processes for me? You strike me as a, a self reflective, self aware person. Um, but what do your practices look like for your mm -hmm. own reflection? Like, do you do you take time every day to to write just for yourself, or is what you're doing with your public writing and your podcast how you do your reflection? Like, what what are some of the things that you do for your own personal self care kind of thing? Mm. It is mainly the latter. I used to do journaling a little bit. I tried meditation for a very small window. Both of those things were great, um, but I found that I was already doing it through, yeah, writing writing blog pieces. I just try and do writing uh, once a day uh, in the morning normally just to, yeah, get into flow, to concentration for work. And that is the main reflection. I also... I think conversation is my other big one. Proper deep conversation mm. uh, with people, which I'm fortunate to have a lot of in my life because that normally gives me different thinking loops than my own to cause a, a reflection or a new perspective. Um, a big fan of retreats too. We haven't run many lately, but we ran one last year. That was great fun before we launched our book. So I'm actually keen to, in next year, run more retreats again too to make it a bit of a quarter seasonal thing. Give me the name of the book. <laughs> oh, the book. Yeah. A10 and lost. So are we. Um, we had just eight everyday people write their stories about life after high school, um, education focused kind of work. So it was a, a fun project to show people that they could be writers and that they have a story that's valuable to other people, um, especially younger people. So yeah, mm. all, all about, I guess, creativity and um, showing people what they're capable of that they don't really imagine and why you have to kind of open random doors, as I say, from time to time. You just don't know. Um, a lot of these people mm. was a very random request to come write a book. Uh, they're like, oh, cool. But, you know, who knows what this really is and what, what will it be? And we're like, yeah, we're just going to do it. You know, like this, why don't we do these things? You know, people would do these things if we made it obvious to them, if we set it up. But a lot of people don't take their initiative. And um, that way, doing it as a group made it easier to write the book in a short period of time mm. rather than years and years on your own, which is way harder. So all around, like really positive experience. And it was a great way for me to break in, you know, writing and self-publishing and to learn the process, which I really appreciated. Um, I'm wondering about if you get any feedback or, um, so podcasting is very much one way, right? Like the, you know, you're just public speaking only there's nobody in the audience that you can see. They can't even see they're walking out of the room or tuning in or tuning out. 
and I'm wondering if you have any um, either stories or or just you know kind of summarizing anecdotes about have you gotten uh, feedback from people who listen? Are you you know are people like, like like do you have a Facebook group and people are engaging there? I'm just wondering what your experience has been in terms of the flow from the other direction back to you in response to the podcast, if any. Mm. Yeah, kind of because so many of my friends listen to it or friends slash collaborators. They're normally the ones that give me uh, feedback. Uh, so normally unsolicited too. I haven't really had to to ask. Um, and I used to ask more mainly in the early stages of it. Um, but then I just got into a really locked-in format and I was just spitting it out. It was real production line. So I was just, yeah, just, just do it. Um, but that has been really good. Some of the things were around, um, there were some very, very small technical things at the start, like very cosmetic, like, oh, you, I think you're bumping the microphone a bit and yeah, <laughs> things like that. But then there were also things like, oh, could you speak more about yourself? Um, maybe have a reflect, a reflection question for the listener when they go about their day, uh, mm. things like that. And those are like, oh yeah, that's, that's great. Like it's so, such a fun craft to try and refine and hone. And uh, that, that'd be, that'd been the main thing so far. Um, but it is something that a lot of podcasters I talk to struggle with. Um, they encourage people to reach out to them and everything because the feedback can be tricky to get such a one way medium, but it's yeah. part of the, part of the evolving, um, space yeah, i think it's part very of much an evolving space mm -hmm. isn't it mm -hmm. um oh, there's so many things i i pause because i'm like oh there's so many things to ask and the clock is ticking um <laughs> oh here's a lazy question what's something i should have asked you that i didn't <laughs> <laughs> what's something you should have asked me that you didn't mm -hmm. um yeah, I don't know. It's uh, tricky. You could have asked me, um, I think maybe where it link, where say podcasting links to um, the rest of my life and work, maybe because I always find it interesting that a lot of people look at podcasting as this separate, uh, this other project I'm taking on. For me, it's been very well integrated into like everything I care about, everything I do. Um, you know, doing it forces me to reflect and think more about, like I said, things I've already dabbled in or tossed up as an idea, but because there's time dedicated to it. For most other people, obviously, like the conversations bring in meeting new people, developing network, relationships, opening doors. Uh, for me, though, it's kind of, I really think that it's been an incredible way to, yeah, develop develop things out it creates like a real resource library too with my format. So when people ask me, oh, I need, you know, I'm having this problem. A lot mm. of the time I just go, yep, into the blog or the podcast kind of resource <laughs> library and I pick out the relevant episode yeah. or, or piece and it just becomes a resource. Um, it has so many, yeah, it's incredible asset. It's such a diverse asset. It can be used in so many ways. So it's been, it's a hell of a thing to do really nice well uh this is, i 
as much as I always hate to say it every time, um, I, I think that's a great place to stop. I think that's a really good question that I should have asked. Yes. And thank you for asking <laughs> and answering it. Um, Joe, it's a distinct pleasure to meet you, to have a little single serving size conversation. And I hope we get a chance to talk again in the future. Thanks for taking the time. Likewise, Craig. Thank you very much.